Black Friday on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is powered by We Energies. Energy you can depend on. It's our favorite black businesses. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. Yo, yo. Look. Look. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Smack bouncy racks on handmade new racks. Welcome back, Truth Nation, to our second hour, our most exciting hour, and uh, because it's it's Denise's favorite time of the week, and that is Truth Telling Hits with DT. I mean, I'm sorry. It ain't no, with no, DT no, no, and Telly. My bad. I you're got right. my black card. True Telly hits with Telly. Uh, black Friday is always powered by We Energies. Make sure you hit us up on the True Talk to Text line, 833-212-1017. Shout out your black-owned business. And speaking of that, Truth Nation, MLK Day is approaching, and we are excited to partner with the YMCA of Metropolitan Milwaukee to celebrate the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. On Monday, this coming Monday, January 15th, Our Truth team will kick off the MLK Day celebration with a broadcast of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly live from the YMCA's 27th annual Dr. MLK Day Jr. MLK Jr. Breakfast Celebration at the Pottawatomie Casino and Hotel from 7 to 9. Come celebrate the legacy of Dr. King with the award-winning 101.7 The Truth all day long. The Truth Remote Street Team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. They are here for every you. A Florida school district has pulled over 1,600 books from its library shelves for review, according to NBC News. And this is including, <sighs> Telly, are you ready for this? Uh, this includes the Webster's Dictionary for students. And this is to ensure that they comply with the state's new sex education law that prohibits books describing sexual content. Now, the Escambia County Public School District in the Florida Panhandle, pulled five dictionaries, eight encyclopedias, and the Guinness Book of World Records. You ready for this? It's also reviewing the biographies of Beyonce, Oprah Winfrey, and Frank's Diary, and the autobiography of Malcolm X. And this is according to the Florida Freedom to Read Project, a group that seeks to protect students' rights to information. Now, while the books have not all been banned together, they will be reviewed to assure they follow the guidelines. You ready for this? Florida Florida House Bill 1069, which restricts public school instruction on reproductive health and related sex topics beginning 6th through 12th grade. How in the heck would Beyonce biography, Oprah Winfrey biography, and Frank biography, and the autobiography of Malcolm X be considered a book that includes or is regarding sexual content. Help me make make it make sense, Telly. I I can't, I can't. But this isn't something that is is uh should be surprising and shocking. The entire end of 2023, they kept talking about how they're going to strip it, and now that it's here. It's like, man, this is it, it just really got real. But first off, I got to ask the question. So if you're taking away these dictionary, the Webster's dictionary, uh, is someone else about to, you know, complete another dictionary? 
Uh, maybe the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. Maybe okay. he's going to be, be a book writer. And my second point, and we've been saying this the entire time we've had this show, if you don't learn your history, it's bound to repeat itself. What mm-hmm. did they do when slaves wanted to try and read? Uh, kill them. Or rip out pages. Nasty. Rip out the pages so they couldn't mm. learn or there would be certain mm. things that they didn't want them to know. And so and what them. is that? Ha- that's the same thing that's happening. But they're not ripping pages. They're ripping books off the shelves. So, again, this is another example of if you don't know your history, it's bound to repeat itself. No lies told. Now, another interesting demonstration of control there is a teacher and i i'm currently doing some research in terms of where this teacher is located but this has been going viral and if y'all have heard about this as well the truth talking text line is 833-212-1017 but there is a teacher that has sparked again it is going viral after she posted a list of words that are banned from use in her classroom. Now this list includes many words and phrases which are commonly used on social media and the teacher explained that she had to decide to ban these words because there are many ways to articulate this is this is what the teacher put on this list. There are many ways to articulate what you need to say without using slang. Please know that using slang in an academic setting can diminish your capability to become a successful writer. Now, I know some of y'all are thinking, Denise, what's wrong with that? I totally agree that teachers, especially those that are teaching a English course or a writing course, yes, I, I believe that in an academic setting, there should be appropriate language used. Okay, well, since you brought that up, let me give you some of the words that are on this list. Now, again, these are words or sayings that are prohibited in this teacher's classrooms. And it go further goes on to say that, Telly, if you are caught using these words, you will then write a short essay explaining why you chose to use these words in an academic setting to express yourself. Let's start with the first 10. Here we go. Number one, bruh. Number two, SOB, standing on business. Number three, ooh wee, ski ye. Number four, ski ye. Number five, you ate that up. Number six, that's cap. Number seven, what's up, gang? Number eight, you see, I would already be, I'd be failing just based on this alone. She didn't put the word bet. Bet. Number nine, on God. Number 10, on my mama. Now, telling. I'm not the smartest in the bunch. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. But just help me understand what demographic of of teenagers typically use these types of slang words and phrases. Maybe I should ask Ben because Ben, do do you recognize these phrases? You're you're a member of the younger generation. Those those words that were used, yes. Bruh, you ate that up. That's cap. Who? What what demographic? This is. Those are all the phrases that I hear from my high school student daughter and your high school start student daughter is what okay she's she's what color what what's her race well she came from two black parents 
<laughs> so, <laughs> you know, in all seriousness, <laughs> this is racial profiling at its best. Yes. And as I continue to look at the the list, you know, on bro, on hood, gang gang, on the set. Truth Nation, the Truth Talk and text line is 833-212-1017. We're talking about a teacher who recently put together a list including many words and phrases which are commonly used in our community, across our teenagers, our students, and also commonly used on social media, which is the primary form of communication yes. for younger generation, including Gen Zers and younger millennials. Yeah. And uh, a lot of these phrases, yes, go ahead. Tom. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, this is, uh, I mean, it's almost, you're kind of speechless uh, on the blatancy of that list. I mean, it's clearly so. But the funny thing about it, as much as you want to try and forget or omit some of those words, those words are going to be in the same kids favorite rap songs. Ski was one of the most popular songs by Sexy Red at the end of last year. And if this year she comes out with another song that has another one of those words in it, guess what? It's going to be just as popular. But I know we could talk about this all day, but to get oh, back. Oh, we will. Yes, We're going to yes, come yes. back to this. But for uh, sure, we have a I've caller on a part of our Black Business Fridays powered by We Energies. A shout out, Jay. Jay is the owner of JBN Pro Services, and he does snow removal, junk removal, and landscaping. Jay, I know your services are in high demand today. Thanks for calling in. Give your business a proper shout-out. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Good. Uh, so um, my name is Jay. Um, my business, JBN Pro Services, uh, we specialize in junk removal, uh, landscaping, so snow removal, uh, driveway, um, you know, businesses. I mean, whatever the case, you know, may be, uh, we can definitely service and, uh, you know, help people all, especially today. Uh, so if anyone's interested out there, uh, please don't hesitate to give me a call, uh, 414-801-9370. Okay. Yeah. Well, we no, we know whose profit margin is going to be in the double digit percentage <laughs> this weekend. Jay, thank you so much for calling in. Now, how can people reach you one more time? Because I know, is it just phone? Do you have a website? Do you have an email? What's what's the best way? Uh, well, email wise, it's going to be uh, JBN Pro Services at gmail dot com. Phone number four one four eight zero one nine three seven zero. At the moment, we're uh, the website is currently down uh, for renovation, so uh, those would be the two primary methods of contact uh, if anyone is interested. Okay. And what areas do you service? Uh, well, pretty much the entire Milwaukee area. Um, so, I mean, logistics-wise, I mean, anyone, if they have any concerns or questions, whether that area we can get to, uh, just give me a call. Uh, but it. we're pretty much versed throughout the entire Milwaukee area. Jay, thanks for calling in. We'll, we'll definitely we'll have Ben. Ben, can you make sure you get that number again and we can put it on our website and as well as yes. our YouTube channel message board and make sure that you hit Jay up because everyone won't be able physically to handle and shovel all of this snow 
that is about to hit here in southeast Wisconsin. So, Jay, thanks for calling in, shouting out yes. your business. And, uh, you know, I know money, you're going to be busy. <laughs> Show enough. So excited for you and your business. Yes, yes, thank you. Well, yes, DT, you had to get that call in because, I mean, I that is. Told it, it's Black, black yes. Business Friday. Yes, yes, yes. But going back to the words that this teacher yeah, just decided to restrict is, is it's an unbelievable list. I got to say well, this, it's believable. Telly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Here's because when you combine the first story that we reported where a school in the Florida public school district is removing over 1600 books that they deem as books that could have sexual sexual content and you you call out Oprah Winfrey's biography, Beyonce's biography, Anne Frank's biography and Malcolm X and you say these are books that have high sexual or, you know, risque sexual content combined with a teacher, a teacher, Truth Nation. And again, I'm going to find out exactly where this this teacher is located in terms of the school that she teaches from, has put together a list that includes phrases and words that she deems as slang that cannot be used in her classroom. And it does not take. <laughs> a genius to understand that these words have been derived from African-American or black vernacular. That's a fact. Yeah. Like these words that she has on here. And, and let me tell you in terms of why this is so annoying, because you cannot tell me that as a child or a teenager that I, as, as part of growing up and in just joined the, the early, earlier years of youth, that I can't, as, as, as well as know how to speak proper English, also be able to use slang. It's a part of, of growing up and being a kid. And yes. to, to come up with a list that focuses on words that primarily are used in the black vernacular and then say on top of that, that if she, if she hears you using these phrases or these words, that you will have to write a short essay explaining why you choose to use these words in an academic setting to express yourself. I don't know. So this is already an, an intentional distraction. Yes. Because what's going to happen is that there's going to be a significant number of students that are going to be like, you know, why? Why do I have to do this? Oh, principal's office, you go. Then they're suspended and then they're not in the classroom. This is a primary example of systemic racism. Yeah. Because, again, to, to highlight or call out words that are commonly used in the African-American vernacular and then apply a punishment with it. What are your thoughts, Truth Nation? 833-212-1017. Aramore says, um, I don't know, but I never use slang in paper writing. So I'm not sure why it's an issue unless people are using slang words in writing, which IMO, what is that? I don't know. Uh, is I, a I bit strange or silly. Uh, I know it's an acronym for something. But. So Airmore, and this goes back to my earlier point, Telly. You can be in an English class and be successful and write a paper that is assigned without slang. Airmore, this teacher is saying that if she hears students during the class yes. using any of these words or phrases that's where it becomes a problem and that's where it's a problem for me yeah because I, I can recall when i was in high school and, and middle school i knew that when it was time to turn in the paper yeah i can't put bet or you know on my mama 
But if I exactly, if I can't, if, so if she overhears me say that to one of my peers or my friends in the classroom, that's punitive. That's yeah. not right. Yeah, that's Brian right. says something, and I mean, free to you know, free to throw out your opinion on it. We don't always have to agree. Uh, he says, salute that teacher. Keep the junk street talk rele- relegated to the streets. Lazy talk is dumb, stupid speech. I'm going to have to push back on that because we're talking about kids. We're not talking about a building full of adults that are still learning. And I know for me, uh, being a journalist for the past 23 years, when I, I spoke completely different, and I still do speak completely different when I'm talking to my friends versus when I'm on the truth airwaves or when I'm doing television. So there is a way to separate it. And so now I could get if students are in there cursing and being disrespectful, like that type of speech. But to overhear somebody say, oh, bruh, you need to write me a paper why you just said, bruh. Exactly. That's a little distraction. That's just my opinion. But everybody, of course, is, um, you know, they, they have their own opinion on that. But I just I think that is that's a little too much. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading the, the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017. As Telly mentioned, we appreciate and embrace all perspectives. I'm trying to understand, Brian, when you say nothing is wrong with raising the bar for subpar thinking children. Are you equating subpar thinking with a child or a teenager using a slang term or a slang word? That qualifies as subpar thinking like I that I mean, that's what you do as a teenager. And again, I'm asking, is that fair to classify a child or a a student that's a teenager as subpar thinking? Because here's the thing. I loved English. I loved, Hmm. you know, writing. I loved English. I loved speech and debate. But as a teenager, yes, I'm I'm using slang Uh, as a teenager. DT, I curse like a sailor. I know it may sound crazy. <laughs> I now. want to go back. I would. I would die if I heard you. Curse. I mean, oh my god, yes. But the reason why Wait, I, think- I stopped cursing was once I got in television. I didn't want one word to slip out, and it ruins my whole career. So that was the genesis of me stop. You know, stop cursing when I did. But I mean, so to say that because you use these words, these ten words. Does it mean that you're never going to be able to communicate on a high level or your thinking is not going to change? Again, these are kids. We're not talking about a building full of adults. And Brian goes on to say, if we want kids to learn, to learn, that requires speech standards. And Brian, you know what? If that's your prerogative, if that's the type of values or, you know, conditions that you reference when raising your children, I don't, that's one thing I don't do. I don't tell people how to raise their kids. Now, one thing I would ask you to consider, Brian, is that as a teacher, teachers have every right to you know, administer rules that are going to overall help the learning and safety and collective learning in a classroom. I, I'm, not, I'm not against that. But what I'm asking Brian to understand is that this list specifically targets African-American vernacular. So are you saying that African-American jargon slang is subpar? Because there's a lot of communities or groups that have, you know, 
Yes. Flang. Yes. Yes. And my daughter. That's the big picture to, here. To, to really emphasize the point that Denise is trying to make. These are words that just black kids use. All kids use this. My my daughter doesn't go to uh, all black high school, and she's not the only one talking like that. So I'm telling you, it's going to be a difference once it bleeds into someone else. But you're set. You were asking Brian if you know all of these questions. We have Brian on the line. I hope this is the same Brian that's just been texting. Brian, you were on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. What's your question or comment? Yeah, this is this is the line that protects. Okay, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna push back on that because, uh, like I was telling you, these kids that talk like that cause a uh, 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 drama that they see in rap music to cause these types of drama in the classroom. And if you, if you, that's fine for them to talk like that if they're amongst friends or they're not in school or something like that. It, there should, they should be required to, to say their words correctly so it lines up with the, what they see in the printed word, in the printed book. I mean, you don't see bruh printed in their textbook. So, you know, they need to speak a certain way. They have to speak a certain way so that they do better in school. I mean, what's the certain about, way they should know, speak, Adler? Brian? What's the certain way they should speak, Brian? Uh, without using slang that leads to profanity, that leads to conflict with other children in the classroom. Those types of words, for the most part, lead to certain types of conflicts that don't have anything to do with academic academia when it comes to the classroom that's all it teaches. let me ask you a question about. brian let me ask you a question brian the word bubbler the word bubbler do you are you familiar with the word bubbler yeah the double b l e r yeah bubbler. yeah what is what does that mean for wisconsinites when you hear when you hear somebody say the word bubbler what does that mean water fountain exactly so is the water is the so in the classroom Am I supposed to say, Mrs. So-and-so, may I please go drink some water out of the water fountain? Or if I say bubbler, then that qualifies me as using slang and I should have to write an essay and explain why I use that word. No, I'm pretty sure she didn't. I'm asking you. No, that is one of the words. Yeah. That's one of the words? Yeah, she didn't just make that up. I'm asking That's why we were saying this is a ridiculous list. I'm going to tell you this, she's not perfect, but she's going in the right direction. She does, they do have to cut down some of that, that speech in the classroom that some of our kids use, period. Because it, so, it, 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 leads to, it leads to, you know, personal conflicts with each other. I mean, you got One last question, Brian. You in the classroom. Go ahead. One last question for you, sir. When you were attending, I'm, I'm assuming that you attended high school. I don't want to be presumptuous, but if you did, are you saying that you never used slang as a student in high school in the classroom yeah, but not when, it had, when, not when it had to do with uh being called by a teacher to say something like like an oral in class or something like that it had nothing to do with that that had to do between classroom time or out on recess or something like that or in our own social setting not during the actual hour that you're in there to be instructed you were a great student, Brian. <laughs> perfect. Damn near perfect student, Brian. Thank you so much for but your thank call. Thank you for your call. Yes, yes. Thank you for the call. Appreciate uh, you, Brian. It's always good to get another perspective.
Yeah, we we're going to take a break on that one. But again, we want to hear because, I mean, it's like the kids have, have it hard enough. Right. And it, 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 this is actually you, you, it's targeted to a certain demographic. That's the big picture. When we come back from break. Guess what, y'all? <sighs> speaking of speaking of tests, y'all know what time it is. My favorite segment of the week, Truth Nation. And I love this because y'all always look out for telly. We are starting Truth Telling Hits. We come back from break. You already know the deal. You're listening to the best morning show on planet Earth. Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. Truth Telling Hits with Telly coming up next. Stay tuned. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com.